Welcome to the Power Women in Insurance Show with your host, Teresa Kitchens. Join us as we laugh, talk about hard issues, support each other, and make our industry and our world a better place. Let's go. Hey, everybody. This is Teresa Kitchens, and welcome to the Power Women in Insurance. And guys, today, I have somebody from the sunny state of California here, and she is with the Lawrence Insurance Services out of Villa Park, California. And uh, to, uh, is that correct, Patty? Did I get all that right? Uh, yeah, large insurance, and we're in the city of Orange, which Orange is right city. next to Bella Park. Oh, okay, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, because I looked you up on the Facebook, so I'm sure that's like some sort of little geolocator, but that's awesome, out of Orange, California, and I'm really excited because Patty and I are here to be able to chat today about just being a woman, being an insurance. She's an agency owner as well in the independent insurance space, so Patty, welcome to Power Women in Insurance. I'm super excited. How are you today? Amazing. Uh, thank you so much. I am extremely blessed and honored to be here with you. Thank you so much for inviting me and having me on your show. Well, I am really, really grateful. Um, we're kind of hopefully at the end of this COVID-19 thing. I know we've all been going through a lot of different things. For those of you guys listening, today is specifically May 14th, and this will be probably published towards the end of the month, maybe the 1st of June. So who knows, maybe we'll all be open up at that point. But I know a lot of places are starting to open up, so we're starting to feel like human beings again. I know here in the state of Texas, we were able to... Um, make appointments to get haircuts as of last Friday. And obviously you can tell I'm in a, I'm in a little like back bun right now. I have not made my appointment to do that, but that's on my list of things to do. So we're starting to feel like human beings again. So Patty, as we kind of come out of this cocoon of COVID-19, tell me a little bit about you. Tell me about your agency, how you got into the insurance space. Let us get to know you just a little bit. Well, well, thank you so much. Uh, my story about getting into the insurance industry, honestly, I was 16 years old. Wow. I am. My default, it was. <laughs> but I am forever grateful for that. Um, I was 16 on my own. I moved out of my house. I was looking for a job. And back in those days, yes, yeah, some of you may remember the newspaper. Uh, you know, Sunday paper, look for a job, receptionist, and it just happened. Yeah. An insurance agency. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so, awesome. So you started off as a receptionist. Yeah, so that was the that was the title for it. I went and interviewed and they hired me. And within a week I was actually quoting. Wow. I know. I know, you know, I can get into all the logistics of licensing and all that, but I literally was just learning and doing all the quoting and uh, loved it. Found my passion, which was really dealing with people. And I love, love taking care of people, but I never realized, you know, even then I didn't realize I was really doing that until, you know, just kind of hit me one day like, yeah, this is really what we're doing. We're protecting people. Right. Yeah. So how did you go from receptionist to agency owner? Because that's a, that's gotta be a, a great story because not that many people, you know, because you never know where people are going to start off at, right? You hear different yeah. stories about somebody maybe who files on the weekends or for the summertime as an internship program. But how did you go from a receptionist to an agency owner? What did that look like? Uh, really simple, right? Like, really? <laughs> the willingness, I believe, for me was 
working and enjoying what I was doing, really enjoying what I was doing, learning and growing. And so working at the agency allowed me to just deal with people. And then um, also it was a small agency. Soon after, I felt like, um, you know, I was willing to help everyone in the team. And so became like a, you know, office manager and insurance agent. And I ran that agency for a long period of time as well. So that allowed me to meet different company representatives, built a lot of friendships and relationships, um, really went through the different ups and downs of Prop 3 and just learning from that. I was also given the, honestly, the ability to run the agency because the agency principal where I worked uh, was fortunate to have a sailboat. So every summer she was gone for a few months. And uh, I was doing, you know, the billing, the deposits, the splitting mail, the uh, calling the tech, you know, to fix our computers, to like, I was doing it all. So that really allowed me, that was like really my university, you know, my education and insurance as far as running a business more than anything. And the other was just really connecting with clients and different company representatives. And I really was able to earn their, their trust. Um, and so when the opportunity came about, um, you know, I always wanted to own my own business, by the way. I mm -hmm. can go back to just thinking of being, you know, five years old and just cutting the, you know, the uh, wava tree. My, my grandmother had a wava tree next to us. And she said, Teddy, you can cut those wavas it's for you guys. I started selling those in the front of my house. <laughs> <laughs> so like my dream was owning a business. I don't, I never thought of what type of business and landing and insurance was perfect. So, um, you know, there was a point in my life where I was asked to be a partner with someone else. And uh, I was extremely excited because that's all I ever wanted. And, um, but then it goes further from that because it was during that process um, that I realized that I really wanted to know if I could do it on my own. Mm. You know, throughout those years of experience, you know, there was this voice that was actually real because, you know, unfortunately I kept, you know, I was told that the only way that I would ever be able to own my own agency or, or, or get a company, you know, that particular company contract was only if that person would help me. Really? So yeah. they they didn't they didn't encourage you to do it on your own. They told but, you you had to do it with somebody else's help, huh? Right. That that was the only way. So I had to work really hard, you know, to earn it. And I thought, ah, you know, ah, I didn't know any better. I thought it was true. Right. So, you know, when this opportunity came and I was asked to be partnered with someone who was, by the way, an Allstate agent for like 30 some years. Oh, wow. And yeah. Yeah. He was, he actually insured me at 16. <laughs> because when I started working at the agency where I was working, I didn't tell you this part, but I had to, I had to do, I had to be very uh, particular with my paperwork and I had to make it look like I was 18. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been hired. Okay. So I couldn't get my own insurance there because I was really 18. I was 16. So I went and got insurance with this Allstate person. 
And then, at, you know, when they turned 18, of course, they transferred everything over to the agency and did everything else. Everyone found out then, but it was okay. And uh, so he, he was my life insurance agent at the time and, my, and also my car insurance agent. And we just stayed in contact. Nice, nice. So did you go with Allstate or no, you officially went out on your own? Or did you have a period of time where you were a partner in the Allstate industry and in the Allstate genre of things? So I worked at that agency for 13 and a half years. Wow. Yeah, a long time. Uh, and <coughs> no, what happened is uh, his name is George and he, he, uh, he sold, he wanted to sell his agency so, you know, and go independent. And so he reached out to, at the time, Mercury Insurance. Mercury was a big carrier. It's a big carrier here in California. And uh, he wanted a contract. So he reached out to them, mentioned my name, and they said, if you, um, you have the money and you have the experience, if you can get Patty to come with you, then you guys have a contract. Wow, nice. So you were really the, the, the propelling proponent for that. It was really, it was really, uh, you know, I, I guess the way I look at it, it's really like a dream for me, you know, that I didn't realize it, but it was just such a blessing. And so anyway, we went on and we, uh, um, we started working on all the paperwork and then through that process, because of that voice in the back of my head saying, Patty, really? I mean, are you only going to be able to do it because someone is there? Are you only going to be able to do it because... George being the male figure, the, uh, you know, that Caucasian man that has the power and all of it. Is that the only reason? Like, there was something in the back of my head, like, are you only coming along because you know how to process paperwork? Are you only coming along because you know the underwriting? Are you, you know, so a lot of questions kept coming up in my heart. And just one day, I just literally just said, George, like, this is what's coming up for me. And I share that from my heart. And he said, Hey, we had a meeting like two days later with the actual marketing rep for the carrier. And he said, you want to go on your own? I said, yes. Yes, I love you to death. And I know you have all this, but, but I want to know if I can do it. And so we sat there and he asked for two contracts. And long behold, I, you know, I, I, I knew what the preparation needed to be. I wasn't, um, like I didn't raise my voice. I just kept kept it in the back, right? Like I kept saying like I was saving and all of it. So anyway, long story short, I had already a business plan that I thought was a business plan. Right. Well, you know, my own business plan, but I had put some money away and I had some stuff. So I was able to present to the to the marketing rep that I actually had money in the in the bank and I had a support system at home and that I actually had a business plan. Nice. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll never forget. It was uh, July 17th that I got a phone call. I was still working at the agency and Mercury said, you got it. Nice. How long ago was that? 2000. So for my birthday, my birthday's in September. I gave myself, so September 23rd that year um, was a Saturday. So my last day at work was the 22nd and that was my birthday present to Patty and nice. October 2nd this year will be 20 years that we've been in business well congratulations congratulations not many businesses period 
you know, are up and moving for 20 years. And so to be able to come on in, grow it, let it be, you know, what you, what you have grown into over the course of course, the last 20 years, that's huge. What have you found to be your biggest key to success? Like what is your, your number one thing that you think is been your biggest driving force moving forward to help keep yourself growing and be in the space that you are today? If I could choose one thing, I would say getting out of my own way. Mm. Getting out of my own way because once you get stuck in your head, it's so hard to move forward. Yeah. And when you come from a place of truly caring for someone's, you know, for someone who's worked really hard for what they've achieved, or um, it's truly, I feel it's, it's what's really kept our business growing, showing that I do care for you, Teresa, that uh, I'm going to do what's best for you. And this isn't about me, but it's about you. Right, right. Absolutely. So what is your, what is your, your area? Are you mainly personal lines, commercial lines, kind of what's your, what's your split in that? Uh, I would say currently we're probably, not probably, I know for a fact, it's 80, yeah, see that's, that's 40. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, we are 87% personal lines. Okay. 13% commercial lines. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Do you find that you, I mean, what personal growth too? I know you talked about getting out of your own way, right? And I think before we kind of, when you and I were kind of talking before the podcast really got started, I think one of the things that I've struggled with is my own self chatter, my own self talk. And then um, a couple of years ago, I heard something and honestly, I cannot tell you where it came from. And I apologize, whoever out there might've said this to me and I'm not giving somebody credit, but you know, somebody once told me, don't think for other people and don't answer for other people. And, um, I think that I have done that so frequently in my own life that I think, oh, this person thinks this, this person wants that, or, or the people who are on my team, oh, they need this. They want that. But, you know, that's not necessarily the truth. And I think whenever you talk about kind of getting out of your own way, that is a huge part of that is us projecting onto other people what we think that they want, what they need, what they expect, what they write. How many words can we put at the end of that sentence? And I think, too, it, it really stood out to me. I went to Phoenix. The first IAOA conference I went to was in Phoenix a couple years ago. And um, the Roy's talked and um, up in, from up in Canada, they have an agency up in Canada. And I remember um, her, the wife's name, is it Sheila? I can't remember her name. Oh, Una. Una. Okay. So she was doing a, a section in their breakout on employees. And she said that they had done these trips oh, or they had done all these different, were you in that room? Yes, I was so there. She, she was doing all these different things. And she's like, you know, we're just, we're just tired of doing all these like competitions to where people can go out, you know, for cruises or did it, whatever. Right. And she's like, so we decided to ask, or she had an agency consultant or something like that that said, ask your people what they want. And that they overwhelmingly came back with the fact that they wanted the ability to wear yoga pants. To work. <laughs> exactly. And she yeah. was just, she talked about how astounded she was, that how they had 
tried to do all this stuff to be able to motivate their team. Their team was happy and that they just wanted a couple of minor things here and there, you know, and that they just had to ask and listen and rather than projecting. And I think that's a big part of that whole, what you're talking about, kind of getting out of your way on so many different levels, working with the carriers, working with your clients, working with your team, all of that. I know for me, that's been, I have to remind myself all the time. That's a constant struggle for me. I think that's a constant struggle for a lot of us. I think that that's like, I can go back to like my beginning stories of some of the many mistakes that I made thinking, but here's the biggest thing that I would say to anyone, regardless of, regardless of where you're at, I always view things this way. I have nothing today, right? So whatever I'm going to try, something that I've never tried before, Today, I haven't gained anything from it because I've never done it. If I try it and it works, then I'm going to gain something. So I have nothing to lose. Like every Mm. time you start something new, you have nothing to lose but everything to gain. Right. So that gave me the freedom to try anything, to be quite honest. That's you know, cool. That's um, cool. So what is one thing that you think that you tried that's been really successful for you? Like one thing that maybe you were terrified and you ended up sticking out there and trying it and it was really great. One of the things that I think is, is just being able to speak with people. Mm. That's it. Like forgetting about who they are as, and you know, are they uh, professionals? Are they business owners? Are they gardeners or painters? Like, it didn't matter. They are all humans. Mm. So feeling like, well, I'm not old enough or I'm Hispanic or, you know, I'm a woman. Like, it didn't matter. Like, I, when I, like, that's why I said getting out of my way because trying to level up to someone's level, it just takes so much time to try to figure out where they're at. And if I can come and just see you and say, you know, hi, Tusa, you know, I I literally would go knock doors and I would say, I just started my own business. I have so many years of experience. Uh, We are local in this area. I love for you to give me the opportunity to get to know you. And I went out on Sundays, distributed flyers. I told him, you know, here's where my office is. I have my kids. So from the beginning, it was just really that. And moving on to like, of course, being able to communicate in a better way. I learned other ways as well. Because, you know, just talking to someone isn't going to build trust. Right. You know, but it's right. also delivering. So if I talk to you and I said I was going to do something, then I got to follow through. Right. And well, that builds that no, it builds that no like and trust feature that makes people want to do business with you. Yes. Yes. So I would Absolutely. just say for me, my biggest thing has been connection not being afraid of being who I am, where I come from, what I know or don't know. It doesn't matter if you come from within your heart, it's going to land for everyone. And yes, you know what? You, you can be all to everyone. Right. But you can be all to someone. And that's right. why it matters. Absolutely. 
I know when I was dating at one point in time in my life, I remember feeling like, you know, sometimes people take things so personal. And if we just don't match as human beings, there's nothing personal about that. It just means you're not. And I used to always say, you're somebody's person, but you're just not my person. And I think you're going to be somebody else's great, awesome, amazing person. You're just not mine. Right. And I think that's sometimes too, what we need to think about as far as business goes you're somebody's client and and that's awesome and that's great or whatever right you're somebody's employee you're somebody's team member right you're just not mine and there's nothing right or wrong about that necessarily it's just trying to find the place that people fit professionally personally you know mentally and spiritually because we're doing them a disservice if we have them in a situation where they're not at their best so if i'm their insurance agent and i'm not that match for them then they need to go find somebody else who's that match. If they want everything, you know, uh, a completely digital agency, mine's kind of a half and half. So, I mean, if you want completely digital, then you need to go find one's completely digital. You know, if you want one that's going to send you 80 million things in the physical mail, you know, because that's what you want, then I'm probably not going to be that agency either, you know? So you, you, we all have to find that, that niche that we find the people like find our tribe, you know, you've heard that term, find your tribe. And I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome. So what, what has been, I know that you talk about the, the whole mindset thing. What, tell me about your, your, you mentioned the fact that you had this infrastructure, you had this foundation back with your, your personal life as well, to be able to go into, building this agency. So, I mean, how important has that been? Because being a woman building an agency over the last 20 years, it's complicated. I mean, it's challenging and some days it's not pretty. (laughs) Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. CAS certified. It is complicated, like I can't say on the radio, you know, on this podcast, <laughs> but yeah, it's just right. complicated as it can be. Uh, but again, it's the opportunity, you know, to teach so many. So I think for me, um, determination, really, uh, having a goal, having a vision. Uh, in fact, I know we're not on video, but if you look at what's here, this is my vision board. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I'll show you more. There's like, you know, just different goals. But the thing is, for me initially, was being able to build this, you know, just stability and then financially provide for my family. And at the time when I started, I had three small children. And, you know, it was, it was very, very hard. And many times I had to give up and, you know, going to watch them. Uh, you know, practice or things like that. But I always made it made it work, and it allowed me to see how I could be there, engaging in their things. At the time, it it, it wasn't always easy. Uh, I did lose my first marriage. You know, mm-hmm. trying to balance, I believe, really 
kids and home and in business and trying to be uh, not showing quote unquote weakness when it came to my peers. Mm. And just because I'm a, I'm a woman and because I have children, you know, I'm not going to show up to a meeting or I'm not going to continue to grow or, or, or sell, you know, to the same level of another agency that's being ran by a, by a male. So uh, it did. But I can't say that I blame it on uh, I'm trying to compete because I'm a female and there's a male. Now. I never even thought of that, to be quite honest. But probably is just knowing that I needed to be just as good as the next right. Day. And um, yeah, I sorry to block my thought of you know my, my thoughts. So you asked me a question. I'm like I don't think I'm answering your question. Right no, you are. You are because <laughs> having because because your 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 foundation is when you go home i mean that's when we kind of kick our feet up when we recharge right and and i think that having that that family and you know being able to learn through that situation like you mentioned you know trying to learn as you go with the process of how to be a mother and maybe a wife or maybe be on your own or not be a wife for a little while right or whatever that's all stuff we have to learn and, and they're all journeys we have to go through and they're all very real. And as much as we all want to say, we, you know, home is home and work is work. It's not, it's just not. Mm -hmm. And especially when you have kids and, you know, just as much as um, somebody once told me, in fact, a, a business coach of mine, Mike Crow told me at one point, everybody goes through a, tra uh, a traumatic situation, a crisis of some sort every 18 months. And I thought, huh, and it could be anything like, you know, your car breaks down, you have to buy a new car and you just weren't planning on it or something. It's something out of your plan about every 18 months. And some things are huge and some things are not as huge, but they feel really big sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that when we recognize the fact that that's all just kind of part of life and that's all kind of part of it, it helps us to connect with our team. It helps us to connect with our clients and helps us to be better mentors, even in our own industry to other people and women who are going through things because we're not perfect, you know, and we can't always keep this, I don't know, this image up, you know, and um, even in doing these, if people could watch the videos sometimes, I mean, there's, especially during this coronavirus thing, lots of people have said, hey, I know that we're going to see each other so we can talk and connect over Zoom, but please don't ever publish this video anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Half of us haven't had makeup on. I mean, right now, you know, I'm, I mean, I know everybody's probably laughing, but my husband's working from home, so he's a loud person. I'm a loud person, so I ended up going into my back bedroom, my hair's up, you know. And I mean, it's just because we're connecting. This is who we are. This is the reality of it. And I think just like you said, it's that infrastructure, that backbone, seeing where you're going, seeing where you've been and learning every day and realizing that today, and this is kind of back to one thing you said earlier, and I love it. It's just, it's really just feeding me right now is that every day we have new opportunities to do something new and we haven't, we don't have to be worried about the, the you know, to have something we didn't have yesterday, right. you know, I think was pretty much what you had said. So we, we need to think of every day kind of as that clean slate to get up and try again or learn something new or push and pull it a different way because we're all going to have those challenges. But what a what a great testament to get over those and still be in business and still be successful. I think it's learning how to shift, learning how to mm. shift on a daily basis. Yeah. Uh, today, like for example, I know we've been in this like you know it's 
you have to be very careful and with this whole thing happening right now with this coronavirus, right? So little by little, I've been like shifting the team where we went from like, all right, we're going to get to clients, we close the office, like the next, you know, few days, we're like, oh my gosh, like this is working, this is not working, okay, we need a new wire, we need a monitor, we need to all of that. And then now everyone's settled, right? Now everyone's at home and then there for a couple of weeks and then little by little, like, can I come back to the office? I mean, we have private offices, can I just go in there and, you know, so shifting shifting and so this last week i noticed that sure some of our sales have dropped like i could see in different people how their behavior is mm. and while i want to grab them and shake them you know i can't but truthfully one of the things that i learned through probably maturing too right because i'm 29 business owner knowing that they have three kids like like all the stresses of life and then to today, which, you know, I'm only 35. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 21. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was just, I said to the team today, we have weekly meetings. I said, you know, we're going to start celebrating the win-win. Like, we're going to create a win-win channel. And small wins, guys, small wins. Like, what can we celebrate? And it was just to the fact, like, oh, well, let's just update, you know, every file that we touch. I said, okay, but let's just give it a number, a team, just a team, not one. You, you know, you can do 10 yourself, but this is a team effort. So coming back to my thought on that is like, let's start working as a team. Think of a team, we, you know. And so it's funny, I created this Slack channel and I have, yay, I just offered a product, you know, a renters and I sold it or I just sent a, a renters to this or I just updated a, a, a tab in our, you know, management system. Uh, so it was just like different things that we did, you know, we set out and they really came up with huge numbers. And I said, mm, we want to win, guys. <laughs> you know, so anyway, it's just always leading. I think it's always thinking how you can make, you know, something better. And one of the things on my mentors always says, right, it's like people, and you'll hear this quote, people will remember will forget all the things that you, you did for them, but they, they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm. And that's, even though I didn't know that quote, like I always felt like I wanted to keep, have people feel like they were at home. And that's part of our promise. You know, when people come to our office, they need to feel like they're at home. Regardless, I don't care what your background is, like everyone wants to go home. Everyone, you know, wants to feel like they belong somewhere, right? And so, anyway, that's really what we do with my team here, too. And I think that they really have embraced that. And it's always in the giving that we find the biggest pleasure. Oh, I like that. It's always in the giving that we find our greatest pleasure. I like that. I like that. That's awesome. Well, if you had one additional, and I know you've already laid down some awesome wisdom so far for us. So if you had one challenge or one um, inspirational thing to be able to give to other women out there in the insurance space. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about business owners. Okay. It could be if people are working for a carrier, if people are working for an agency, right? It could be maybe that 16 year old, 17 year old who starts off answering the phones at an insurance agency, right? Who sits back and says, you know, this is kind of a cool industry and I might be interested in doing this, right? It might even be for someone who is maybe has had a career in another industry, 
who during all this COVID whatever, maybe finds himself unemployed and they're thinking about going into the insurance industry. As a woman of insurance that has had such an amazing career in the insurance space, what advice would you give women to be able to just embrace and move forward with their insurance career? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm not answer, asking that question correctly, but no. you know, if you could have one piece of advice for a woman in the insurance space, what would that be? Do I have a few minutes? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, well, if I put it in just two words, I, I would say, um, I guess that would be great. Never give up, never give up. But I would tell you this, um, this industry, and you could be any, you can be in any position today. Doesn't matter. Uh, you can own it. You can be an underwriter. You can be a receptionist. You could be anything. But one thing that insurance industry offers is security. Honestly, like I don't. I know that we can go into all the digital, you know, uh, area that's coming in now, and like where we're going in the future. But think of it this way. It doesn't matter where you are in the world, people buy insurance, mm. all sorts of insurance. But one of the things that for me has provided for my family, an opportunity for higher education for them, for my team uh, to have benefits, to have a good paying job, and to be able to provide for their families. Uh, one of the things that this industry has also provided is just really opportunity, just unlimited opportunity in any, anything else. I would love to continue, you know, my hobby. One of the things I want to give back is to the community. And I would love to be able to get on stage and not really to make money, to be quite honest. It really would be to inspire and empower other women and men and teenagers, anyone, to allow them to not pull their story inside of them. Because mm. we all have one story inside of us that we've never told, whatever that may be, and that's willing to help someone. So I would just tell you, think of what you know you'd want to do I don't, it doesn't matter whether you think insurance is not what you want to do, but insurance is where you're at today. The insurance industry allows you to make enough money to make any dream possible in the industry and outside the industry. Uh, and I am just really fortunate to get to, to see people work so hard, build their empire, whatever that may look like, maybe just a house, maybe 10 houses, uh, protect the manufacturers like just really my gosh like I get really excited because it's just so beautiful to see what people get to build if they want to and when they want to and when they stay dedicated to that to that dream and then we get to guide them and protect them mm. and I'm just the source of being the person that whether I'm typing the application sending it over to the carrier is really, to me, it's telling their story through a policy coverage. That's truly what we're telling. So, right. I just, yeah, I would just say, 
you know, if you have kids, yeah, it's not going to be necessarily the simplest thing, but your work, your dedication, and you, you know, children are watching you, you're inspiring them, and my kids are grown now, and one thing that they always, you know, it's really rewarding when you hear them say, gosh, mom, you are one of the people I've seen work so hard, and yet I've seen you connect with so many people, and it's just really nice, you know, to see that. Um, so anyway, I don't know that I answered the question well. No, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Patty, if women want to be able to connect with you via <laughs> however that would look like, what would that look like for you? How, if people want to reach on out and connect with you, how would you like for them to do that? Okay, well, I will give you every, you know, all, all the ways you connect with me. I don't mind whether you connect with me social media, you know, you send me a private message, you can email me. I mean, I, my agency is on Facebook, and you can send me a message there. I'm, you know, I don't care. However you reach me, you can call me. The phone numbers are published everywhere. Uh, I would love the opportunity to connect with anyone and, if, and to give you any support. And I know you go much into this, but I want to say, if you allow me, Teresa, is that I'm sure as you and I were building our agency, we felt that we were alone. And I felt alone mm. so many times. And I longed for so long, and I'm so good at it too. But the truth is that there's thousands of people out there that are willing to help. And my agency went to the next level the last six years, I would say, just simply in the connections that I made the last six years. Right. Because you know, I learn from people that know more than I do, like you said, you know, in our IAOA channel. And just, it was amazing the connection that I was able to make and so how much I learned. Had I started that, you know, I would say even 15 years back, my goodness, like where could we be today? True. And that's True. what I'm saying. Mean, you know, I'm blessed, but I tell you, so how you connect with me know that you can call me anytime. I don't care. And I'll give you my cell phone number if you need it. I am. <laughs> well, I appreciate your time today. You have been awesome. And hearing your story and your passion behind empowering your team, as well as working with your clients and your community and your desire to be able to serve has been wonderful. Thank you so much, Patty. Everybody, this has been an awesome episode today of the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Make sure that you do subscribe to the podcast to hear other women in insurance who are making a difference in our industry uh, be able to share their journey with you, their tools, their tips, their tricks, and be able to be um, inspired by their stories. So make sure you do subscribe. This is Teresa. I'm going to go ahead and sign out. Thank you guys for listening to the Power Women in Insurance podcast. Have a great week.